Hello, Spartan Nation. This is the Voices of GAC podcast. My name is Chris Sharp. I'm your host. And today we have Sydney Deardoff, a senior on campus, joining the show. So, Sydney, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Awesome. Yeah. And so, pretty much Sydney, she's a senior, is also one of the prefects on campus, and she's a critical member of the softball team this year. So, we'll start with softball first. So, you're a shortstop and a pitcher. Let's break down both positions. What do you enjoy the most about shortstop, and what do you enjoy the most about pitching as well? Um, to start off with shortstop, I really like the movement of the position. I think you have to be really mobile and like you have to be able to cover a lot of ground. It's a really exciting position, just a lot of plays to turn and places to be. And then with pitcher, I like that like pitcher is one of the main leaders on the field, just being the main, like the center of attention throughout the game and leading the game in different directions. And so as a pitcher, you're kind of the center of attention on the field pretty much. All eyes are on you because you have the ball in your hands every pitch out there. So how do you deal with pressure of the moment and what kind of tactics do you use? It's mostly like softball is mainly a mental game. So if you're in your head, like being like in your head and telling like telling yourself a negative talk, like is what's going to make you not succeed. So just positive self-talk and like reassurance to myself and not focusing what's outside of the fence, but rather inside of the fence is what helps me stay focused and succeed. And then, so Coach Martin, he's new on the scene this year at GAC. He's a brand new coach on the team. So what has his impact been this season? He's been a really great coach stepping in, especially during COVID. It's been a lot of confusing times and he's a really good leader. He's really organized and he is super encouraging and truly believes in all the players on our team. So it's been really helpful. And then we're kind of moving on to your roles outside of athletics. So you are the service prefect. So kind of talk about what does service mean to you first, and then we'll get into your actual kind of day-to-day responsibilities. Service to me, like we learned growing up as Christians, we learned that Jesus served all of the people that he came in contact with. Specifically what stands out to me is the when he washed the disciples' feet. And so I think that going throughout our day-to-day lives, like we need to be servants to other people in any way we can, even if that's a small thing, like, helping someone that drops something on the floor, you know, or if it's something big. Day to day, it usually varies depending on the day. Right now, me and my service mentor, Mr. Roberts, are trying to get a few different opportunities going from home for people that are strictly at home and on campus. So that's what we're working on right now. And then for kind of in the past, what service projects or mission trips have really stood out to you? And what are some very memorable moments from those trips? I have had the blessing of going on the Greece mission trip the past two years. Some of the things we get to do in Greece, there's a big love meal we serve. So it's like we help make dinner for like 300 refugees from Africa, Europe, different places, Afghanistan. And they all come into this one room and we perform this skit to them about it's it doesn't have any words in it. It's all like a visual thing. So even like a language barrier is not really an issue. So it's about how Jesus brings this girl who's struggling with a lot of earthly things to follow Christ. And so that's really impactful to me because me living in the privileged life that I do with all the things I need, I have food, I have clothes and a home. And it's just, it's really eye-opening because all the refugees coming in are coming for food. And so we get to serve them and we get to be like kind of maybe one of the first sites of Jesus that they ever see. I think that's really cool. I can certainly relate to that. I went on a mission trip to Ecuador and we visited an orphanage full of children and we didn't even speak the same language, but being able to relate to the kids through just telling stories and to be able to tell the story of Christ was very impactful. I definitely understand how you feel on that front and kind of moving on just to GAC life in general. What has GAC meant to you over the years and how 
have you seen it evolve? So I came, I was new to GAC in ninth grade and being a new student at a school where I didn't know anyone was super scary, but the first few people I met were the most welcoming people ever. And I just think that's, that's a kind of a common thing theme across the campus. People are really welcoming, people really outgoing, and it's kind of a culture. Like when you get here, you feel new, but then it's like everybody's just one big family. As a senior, have you started looking at any specific colleges or maybe a career path that you might enjoy? Oh, I, I have no idea. I have so many different interests. I think teaching will be fun, but also like engineering will be cool too. And even like an anesthesiologist assistant could be of interest. So a lot of different things. An anesthesiologist. Wow, that's a very intriguing career path. So what's your interest in that area? I... There's a lot of interest. I am really interested in like STEM stuff and math science, but I know I don't want to be like a surgeon or a doctor or a nurse. So, and I thought that was an interesting type of medical career job. Excellent. Well, you have engineering, teaching, and medical profession as well. So honestly, with the opportunities nowadays, you might be able to combine all those into one role or maybe just do a bunch of different roles, but that's amazing. And honestly, you're doing great things on campus and I appreciate you for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Today we have Coach Dave Martin, the head coach of the softball program here on campus. So Coach Martin, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Doing great. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. You know, just hanging on. October, Halloween's on the horizon, but you just completed your first softball season on campus. So before we get into the actual season, describe your journey to GACS. How did you find out about the campus and what led you to make a decision to come here? You know, uh, it, it's kind of a interesting story because I didn't, I never thought for a second that I'd end up in Georgia. I mean, I applied for jobs all over the country and, and uh, just kept hitting, hitting a wall here and there. And then on a whim, I saw a listing for a softball coaching position uh, here at GAC and I threw my name at it and I kept telling people back home, I'm just going to throw my name at a bunch of stuff and see if it sticks. And, um, and I, I got a phone call, actually, I got an email from Coach Hardy just saying, hey, would you be interested in having a phone call. And uh, so we talked and he asked me, why, why Georgia of all places? You live in California. It's, it's a place where people go to vacation. Why would you want to leave and why Georgia? And I told him, I said, having my daughter uh, go to school at the University of Arkansas, Little Rock, uh, we went out there several times to watch her play volleyball. And I fell in love with the South. I really did. I just, uh, the people, fantastic. Uh, just the, the community at Little Rock was amazing. And I thought, you know, it's just, there's so many other beautiful parts of this country and I've lived in California my whole life. So, um, I also told coach Hardy, I go, I think I was born in the wrong part of the country. So fell in love with the South. Um, and, and when that job popped up, I, I honestly, I didn't think, uh, I'd be a consideration for it. I didn't think that uh, God would open the door and, uh, lo and behold, I was up for five other sorry, four other positions, uh, three back in California, one in Vegas and then GAC. And uh, one weekend, I just kind of got on my knees and I said, all right, Lord, there's too many doors open. If I pick it, I'm going to mess this up. So I said, start closing doors. And uh, without going into detail, every door was closed. This one was thrown wide open, made very clear that this is where I was supposed to be. Excellent. We're glad to have you here. And so getting into your actual team on the field, what are your philosophies when it comes to approaching softball? When you first got to meet your team this year, what were your first fundamental lessons? Uh, one of the things we talked about was we definitely wanted to create a, a family atmosphere uh, and not have a situation where the girls would feel that by making a mistake, 
um, that they were going to be there was going to be more pressure heaped on them. I told them that mistakes are meant to be made in practice, and if we make them in games, that's fine too. Uh, but we have to learn from those and build on those. Uh, that's not to say that there weren't moments during the season where I would get frustrated with uh, you know repetitive mistakes happening again and again. Uh, that's just part of coaching and, and teaching. But I wanted to make sure that the girls understood that there was a lot to be learned. Uh, I wanted to make sure that uh, they had an, uh, uh, they got an opportunity to get to know me and my coaching style. And then, of course, uh, we took the early portions of our practices to uh, let me get to know them as well. And uh, but basic philosophy is, I mean, if, if especially when it comes to girls sports, if they're not enjoying it, they're not going to play hard. And the, the really, really amazing thing about this team is that from day one, uh, one through 10, they loved each other. The, the, the chemistry on this team and the way they support each other was unlike anything I've ever uh, seen. I mean, I've had some really good tight teams before, but this one, this one was over the top, a very special group of girls. And, and I could see that from the very beginning. And that bond, I went to a couple of games myself. I could really see the bond on the field out there. And then also it carried over because the team qualified the playoffs. So what was the emotions going into towards the end of the season? Because there's a lot of close matchups and a lot of, region games the Spartans have to face to even qualify for the playoffs? Well, we, we did at one point. We won two out of our first three games, and uh, there was a buzz about the program and, and the season as, as we were getting going. And But the reality was is that schedule wasn't, uh, it wasn't going to be easy. And we proceeded to lose eight straight games. It, but they never stopped fighting. They never stopped fighting. And from, uh, from the very beginning, we just made sure that that, that was instilled. That, yeah, I don't care what the scoreboard says. We don't, we don't quit. We don't quit until the umpire says ball game. And so um, we, had, we had dropped our first two region games, one to Sandy Creek and one to Westminster. And then we were coming into, like I said, out of that eight-game losing streak and told the girls, I, I said, you know, what, what's our record right now? And, and somebody spoke up and said, you know, we're, we're two and nine. I said, no, we're not. We're zero and zero. I go, our season starts tomorrow. And uh, as of right now, we're making a push. I go, we're going to qualify for state. Now we're going to make a push to get there. And I thought I had said the most inspiring thing to get them fired up to go. And then Sydney Deardorff speaks up, our one and only senior. And she says, and, and just, and she'll probably, you know, be upset with me for mentioning this, but fighting back tears as she told her teammates, I, this is my last season of softball. I won't be playing. And I wouldn't want to have my final season of softball be with any other team than you girls. I'm so glad and blessed to get that opportunity. You know, I'm paraphrasing, but the girls just got emotional. And as much as I would like to think that, hey, coach gave them the rah-rah speech. No, these girls fought for each other and really did love their senior. And they fought for Sydney. And uh, it just was such a, a great thing to see as we closed out the season. So we did. We closed out the season uh, on a six-game win streak heading into the playoffs. And and with each each win, the girls were getting more and more fired up and were starting to believe. So it was awesome. It was a great run. Sydney was a very excellent le senior leadership on the team. So besides just showing the leadership, how else, whether it's on the field or off the field, what are some just memories or just great moments that's, besides that moment that uh, Sydney showed the case? Gosh, the you know, it, it, even going back to when I first uh, first got into town, you know, one of the biggest questions you have to ask as a softball coach is, okay, who do I have coming back and who, who's my pitcher? Who's, who's going to be, you know, throwing the ball for me. And uh, Sydney hadn't thrown regularly uh, since her, her freshman year. And 
basically said, coach, I'll take the ball for you and volunteered to take that circle every single game and uh, just got stronger as the season went on. So just by virtue of just saying, hey, I'm willing to take that pressure on. Um, for her as well, just uh, she said one of her goals at the beginning of the season was to hit a home run over the fence because she hadn't done it in a high school game. And we had a home game against St. Pius and she hit one of the hardest hit balls I've ever seen in a high school game and um, didn't get up, didn't get down and just got out. Just a line drive to center field. And um, just to, she, she sprinted around the bases and almost took my hand off when I offered her five round and third. So, <laughs> uh, but again, that's, that's just part of who she is. She just, I mean, she loved on every single one of her, her teammates. Um, she could be tough at times to, to push people and, hey, let's get focused up. But uh, she was, she was as much as she was, a, you, know, you know, one of our best players, she was uh, the biggest cheerleader as well. When, when girls that were new to the game were succeeding, they, she just was right there cheering them on, um, which was just made my job easy as a coach, to be honest. And then moving on, so after this season just concluded, so moving on to the next year, what are some of your future goals for the program? And what are some key developments that you want to implement? Well, we've started, um, started doing, we did one clinic with the middle school. We got to start building a foundation in our lower levels. And uh, we are going to actually fire those back up now that the season's over in a couple of weeks and start reaching down into the middle school. We just want to, again, we're just, the, the goal is to develop a culture where people want to be a part of this program. Whether you're a student at GAC already or somebody outside in the community that goes, hey, there's something special going on over there. And then that comes with the girls. And we talked about, you know, getting, how do you get people to come to your games? And it really was a community buying into them because they were a very likable group of, of young ladies. And we want to continue to carry that forward to where we attract the same type of talent and the same type of, of attitude and work ethic that becomes contagious and then people again want to come see this team play you know getting getting the name out in the community i mean we have our our facilities are second to none we have a great community behind our softball program and we want to continue to build it whether you're a student at gac or not but we're starting to get i have people reaching out to me now that are already on campus saying hey i'd like to come out and play next year which is again a testimony to those girls and and the the, the way that they've portrayed the culture of our, our program out in the community. As a fan myself sitting in the stands, it was a great atmosphere for every game I went to. You know, sunny skies, great softball going on, and it was, it was a good competition. I just want to say thank you so much for coming on, Coach, and can't wait for next season to get rolling and see the Spartans get back out there once again. Absolutely. Appreciate you having me on. No problem.